0: Hello and welcome to The Court Jester, the podcast that brings you one saucy medieval tale after another. I am Cleopa medievalist and storyteller, and before I dive with you in the pits of the most obscene comedy of the Middle Ages, I am going to warn you because this is old comedy, really old comedy, written several hundred years ago. As we have seen so far, it is generally misogynistic, gender binary, violent, ableist, disturbing in many ways and everything that has been wrong with the world is wrong with these stories too. We had an example of that last week. This week's story is more down the line of what makes things funny and why are they funny and should I joke about this thing today? Should I not joke about this thing today? I'm talking too much. Let's go to the story. It's called The Beaten Path. And if you don't feel that you have it in you today to do fablio type of humour, maybe skip this one and come back when you're feeling a bit braver. If you do want to know what is the beaten path, you asked for it and let's go. It's foolish, they say, to speak scomfily and talk of things that make people feel bad. You shouldn't shame your audience, you shouldn't make them feel slighted. And it's strong to joke about real things. Things are funny when they're not true. It's not funny when it's true, or at least this is what our author thinks today. No one enjoys being the butt of the joke. And when you make someone the butt of the joke, they will strike back. And maybe then you will not like it much. Evil tongues have found that what goes around does come around. Here's one example. And it really, really happened. Our author says, it happened in his presence. And he's not lying. Why would he? It was a tournament. It was a case of a tournament. Yes, there were many knights from all over the country and they had come there to, to stay and take part in the tournament. And as you can understand, a tournament can take days. So while other people are killing themselves and jousting, the rest of the people are having fun. They're having drinks, they're having banquets and they're spending time with ladies and gentlemen of their own social status. Among the games they were playing, and they were playing many games, there was one called The King Who Speaks the Truth. I suppose we can understand this to be an equivalent of today's truth or dare. Without the dare, one of the ladies led the game and she played it expertly. She could command people to do things and also question them. And no one, no one ever felt bad telling her the truth because she was beautiful and charismatic and really, really, really good at making people do exactly what she wanted them to do. Several of them, she asked, and all of them responded, and they responded in a way that made other people laugh, too, because that's the purpose of the game. Entertainment, isn't it? Until she reached one particular night. A knight that she knew well. He was a great man, well-spoken, very noble, very gentle, and he has also been in love with her before, and he had asked her to marry. And she had said no. And he had also asked other people to marry and they have all said no because, frankly, he didn't look like he was made of that quality that would make a woman enjoy herself in bed when she was alone with him. He's always been quiet and shy and timid and he didn't even have a beard. So she approached this shy young man and asked, "'Sir, I would like to ask you. It's your turn. "'Have you ever had a child?' "'No, lady,' he said. "'No children that I can boast about.' "'I don't think I have any anyway. I think I would know it.' "'Well,' she said with a nasty smile. "'I believe you, you know. None of us questions you. "'Sometimes it works like grain. "'If you find something growing next year, "'then you know that last year's quality was good enough.' If the seed is not good enough, you won't have a yield, will you? So no one doubted you, good sir. And basically having called him impotent in front of everyone, she turned around and walked away. A few people laughed. He didn't enjoy it much. But he kept his silence. No one really likes a man with a reputation of impotence, do they? But he knew his turn would come. And so it did. When she had asked everyone around her, and everyone who had been asked had the right to ask back. And so every gentleman in the surroundings went back to her asking her questions, and she was quick of wit, and she was also learned, she would answer these questions masterfully, and everyone would be very entertained by her presence. But then our knight was next in line, and he asked her without delay, Lady, I'm going to ask, and I expect a straightforward answer. Do you have hair on your pubic mound? Oh, sir, she said. Well, that's rather inappropriate, but I'll have you know, there isn't. (gasps) Sensational gasp from everyone in attendance, but the knight looks at her straight in the eye and says, "Mm Mm-hmm, I thought so. Nothing grows on a well-trodden path. The sensational gasp explodes exploded into laughter, and she, well, thoroughly embarrassed, decided that she's had enough of this game and she's going to do something less boring now, and far more entertaining. Good audience. You need to grab the full significance of this. To joke about what's all too real rarely turns out well. Most of the time it will bring you unhappiness, mischance, offence, and sorrow. You have been warned, you have been told. And now, if you've paid attention, you'd know how to do it well. And this was the story of the beaten path. If you liked what you heard and want to talk about it, I've put links of the court justice social media in the show notes. There's also the translation that I'm using and the title music. And I would be most grateful if you would tell everyone you know about how great The Court Jester is and how much you're learning and how much you think of the Middle Ages as a completely different time by now. Also, you could follow us on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you feel so inclined, I would be very grateful if you would support The Court Jester on Patreon. There's links about it in the show notes too. The Court Jester is... After all, the labour of love of of a medievalist and storyteller that doesn't really get much sense of achievement elsewhere in her life. Yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person. So your patronage will give me that sense of achievement and more importantly, it will give me that opportunity to bring you more stories of the Middle Ages. Thank you for listening. Until next time.